This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 969. Slang-wise, these suffixes are perfect for IELTS speaking. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Did you know that even suffixes can be high level? Today, we'll discuss the formal and informal band seven and higher usages of the suffixes ish and wise. Find out how even these tiny additions get higher IELTS scores. What defines an advanced English speaker? The ability to not only have interesting conversations with native speakers, but also the ability to be interesting in these conversations. Make an astute observation. Ask good questions. Speak with a confident pitch. These are conversational skills that require a special method and a structured study plan. Join our brand new B2 English fluency course. It's 100% based on interesting, spontaneous, unrehearsed video interviews with native speakers. Real English. Save up to $100 before June 7th and get a free bonus. Go to allearsenglish.com slash B2. That's allearsenglish.com slash letter B number two. Aubrey, what's going on? Hi, Jessica. Not much. How are you today? I'm I'm good-ish. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Guys, we're talking about some great suffixes today um, from a clever three-key student about the suffixes ish and wise. I could tell you guys, this is like band nine uh, vocab sort of question and advice today. Um, the, let's see. Let me explain that answer. Why would I say good-ish? Well, no, that's not true. I mean, I'm great. I just wanted to try. You lied to use ish. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. No, I'm great. It's good. I'm excited. We get to decorate for Christmas tomorrow. Um, We there's this little like local uh, like farmers market store. It's like a year round uh, shop called the Growers Market, and it just it sources everything locally, and it's just this awesome, awesome little establishment. But every year we get our we get our pumpkin there usually for Halloween. And then we always get our Christmas tree there as well. So it's, it's become a tradition. Um, and I'm excited to do that tomorrow. Nice. I like that you wait until, you know, December to decorate for Christmas. I know we've mentioned this in the past, but that's one of my pet peeves when people are decorating for Christmas and stores have stuff out in like October. Like, let's oh wait till gosh. December. That drives me crazy because yes. like anything that steals my Christmas joy drives me crazy. Right. I, Christmas is like my favorite time of the year. And part of the like amazement and enjoyment and pleasure and delight is the anticipation. And like, 
you have to have a beginning and end in order to like right. really appreciate something, you know? If it if goes on too long and feels yeah. really drawn out, it starts stealing some of the magic. Exactly. Yes. Don't steal my magic, you guys. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but totally. Um, so you guys, I know you guys are hearing this like December 21st, I guess, is when this will come out, but we're we record this in advance, all right? But still, it's the beginning of December and I'm gonna get my tree. Have you guys got your tree already? Yes, we have an artificial tree. In Arizona, it's very dry. So we did real trees for a while. They get so dry, they're like a fire hazard. But we would we would like put it in our swimming pool to have it soak up a lot of water. A lot of people do that actually. And then it would yeah, I know. And then it would last longer because it just soaks up all this water in your pool. Um, but it still would get really dry within a couple of weeks. So we've just started using an artificial tree, but it's a beautiful one. That's so funny. What about chlorine? <laughs> what about the, the pool chemicals? It ni- makes it nice and green and pretty. I don't know. It's like a thing here. If everybody like dumps it in the pool, <laughs> I I the chlorine love- must not hurt it. <laughs> I love knowing this so much. This is like the funniest picture, little like insider Arizona trivia. I love right? it. Um, it is kind of a hassle getting it out of the pool and it gets so heavy when it's waterlogged. Oh, right. And then it's oh dripping God. for quite a while and then it just is <laughs> kind of That's funny. It's too messy. It's too messy. <laughs> it um, is messy. Okay. So let's get into some of this vocab today. Aubrey, can you read the student question, please? Yes, I have a question regarding the correct way of using ish and wise at the end of words. Is it correct to say 5-ish p.m.? How about childish? Is it the correct spelling or would it be childish or childish with a hyphen? Could I say or write? I know so many good questions. Could I say or write a reddish fish, for example? And what about using wise? Would it be money wise, money wise with two words or with a hyphen? And also, is it okay to use both expressions on all parts of speaking and writing as well? Look forward for your help. So many good questions. So many good questions, you guys. This is an entire episode in this little, like, in these few sentences. What a clever student. I love it so much. Um, Okay, so let's just tackle this. Let's take it bit by bit, okay? Um, So, this this first question, is it correct to say 5-ish p.m.? So there are two different uses of this prefix ish. So this first way she's using it is slang, right? You're not going to see this in the dictionary. We have adopted this suffix as its own word in some instances, and that's when it becomes slang, right? If it's not like an established usage. Exactly. I wouldn't actually say 5-ish p.m. I would say 5-ish or like 5 p.m. ish. So, exactly. We always yeah. tack ish on at the very end, right? Yeah. So whatever it is we're saying, if we want to say may, not exactly that time or not exactly that, we'll throw in an ish. Right. Yeah. So that's what it means, right? Like ish is like kind of like this thing. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's like kind of, right? So let's stay on this slang train and then we'll tell you like the correct sort of words you'll see in the dictionary with ish. But first, let's let's tackle the slang train. I don't know why I like yeah. saying slang train. Slang right train. Now. It's the alliteration um, of the vowel. Sounds great. <laughs> Um, So, okay. So yeah, guys, this would be so native, so high level, so impressive if you use this slangily in speaking part one or part two, which means not in writing. Okay. So for example, in part one, if the examiner asks me, do you enjoy cooking? I would say, um, 
ish. And I would like wave my hand back and forth to indicate kind of, but not really. Right. So sometimes he, we use it yeah. just by itself, right? Yeah. Ish, meaning like, eh, kinda. Yeah. Exactly. We don't even always add it to another word. Right? Yeah. So this is so native, guys. Nothing you would get in a textbook, which literally means it's seven or higher because other students won't know this, but it is native slang for sure. So yeah, like just by itself, ish, and then explain it, right? So mm-hmm. like, I I like cooking when it's easy. And so I might give an example of that. Um, but if it's a complicated recipe, it is a tiresome and I don't like it. Yeah, a great time to use this is in part one, if you're asked about where you live, your accommodations and be like, oh, my apartment's comfortable-ish. I don't love my furniture, but it's the best I have for now. Something like that. Yes. So guys, there it's used as a suffix, right? To modify comfortable, right? So kind of comfortable. Yes, guys, this is a great thing to throw in. Any part one questions, it's like, do you like this? Do you not like this? Do you enjoy blah, 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 right? So like, uh, let's see, do you like your job? Um, Oh, that's, we have another example for the next suffix for that. But what about if I asked you, what was the last book you read in English? Um, Oh, and then... Um, where, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have this example. Okay. Um, I could say, well, I actually, I am almost done reading this book called The Other Misses. It's by the same author that wrote Gone Girl. So it's a fantastic thriller. It's Mm -hmm. amazing. The protagonist, the main character, Sadie, I would say she's likable-ish. Nice. find out things that make her less likable as the story goes on. I won't give you any spoilers, but here, right? Like kind of likable, likable-ish. Right, exactly. That's a great way to use it. And if you can just throw that in, in part one, to any question, instead of saying kind of, add ish at the beginning, at the end of it. And that's such great slang to really boost, to have that variety of vocabulary. Oh my God, it's so impressive. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, let's move on to the like the established words with ish that we could use in writing because these are some high level words. Let's just throw out our favorites. Um, yeah. And guys, come back to the blog allearsenglish.com slash IELTS. This is episode 969. You can see a list of a bunch of great vocab words, but let's throw out our favorites. Yeah. Well, two of them, our student included in her question, right? She said childish nice. and reddish, and these are adjectives that just end in ish. So these are great ones that this is not slang, right? You can use this anywhere on the IELTS exam, speaking part three, writing task two, because it's an adjective that exists in the dictionary. Exactly, exactly. Um, And I want to dig in a bit. I want to challenge this meaning of kind of, nearly, or almost, because I don't think that is true for a couple of these, like childish, Mm. for example. I think if I describe someone as childish, I mean, 
they're not a child, but they are totally behaving like a child, right? right. So, like, That's it's not loaded. kind of here. It's it's like, right? As mm-hmm. if they were a child. So, right. And for, it definitely yeah. implies, it has a negative implication totally. of someone who is an adult that is, you know, being maybe kind of acting spoiled or you know, doing something right. that a child would do that's negative exactly. when you call them childish. Exactly. Great for different stories you might tell in part two. Great for describing people like, you know, that classic part two question, describe a person in the news who you would like to meet. Um Lately, for the past like year or more, um, a lot of people, the first people they, the first person they think of is um, our uh, president, almost ex-president Trump. And guys, I don't want to offend anybody. It's just a fact. He's always been in the news. And some people might describe him as childish at times. Um, So again, like that would be a negative adjective, but very impressive vocabulary. Yes. And where she said reddish, you can have every color with ish at the end just means like kind of that color. So bluish, greenish, you can have any color and ish after is just an adjective that means it's kind of that color. Um, I want to just give one more because I love this word so much. Peckish. I promise you guys, I, you have not heard this word, but I'm not going to say we use it all the time. It is kind of a special word, uh, but we we do use it and it is interesting and high level. So peckish means kind of hungry, right? Right. <laughs> it's so just cute. Just a little peckish. <laughs> just, I'm just a little hungry. I'm peckish. But like um, we, I, we follow this often with like, I could eat, you know, like. Right. Um, a little do you want to go to lunch? And you'd be like, mm, I guess I'm peckish. I mean, I could eat. Right. <laughs> There are so many though, though, guys. Come back to the blog, and I'm going to include some more outlandish, babyish, sluggish, sheepish, foolish. I'll have definitions and an example sentence for them. So come to allersenglish.com slash IELTS so that you can get all that good information. So good. Okay. Um, let's move on to this next suffix of wise. Um, I love this. What a great question. So wise, yeah, for sure. Um, I, you know, this is such an interesting word to think about regarding IELTS because it does sound impressive. It sounds high level, but there's this little thing. It's like we, it, we don't add this to a lot of words like in an established historical way where you would find them in the dictionary, which means that I wouldn't recommend using them in writing because it crosses over into the slang territory because it's not in the dictionary. (laughs) Right, exactly. There are a couple words that end in wise, like clockwise and lengthwise, but this is different. When you add wise to the end of a word to mean like speaking of or referring to something, then it makes it slang. So yeah, just like you said, don't use that on task two. Um, and yeah, I think, I think the best way to remember this is like synonymous with regarding or in terms of, I think that's, that's how I use it. Yes. Um, so what would be an example with wise, uh, as a suffix? So for example, if, um, in part one, you're asked, do you like your job? You could say coworkers wise for sure. Salary wise, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I love it so much. So Instead of saying, um, well. Regarding as, my coworkers. Right. And that would be weird in part one because like, right. I wouldn't say regarding or in terms of my coworkers. Like I wouldn't say that. That would be weird. But this wise, it sounds high level, but it's slang. So good. Um, yeah. 
And then this, like, the three little word phrase at the end, not so much. Very native. Instead of saying not really, Mm. right? Or, like, not 100% or whatever, not so much. Like, that's that's slangy, totally natural. And totally listen to her intonation because that's how we would emphasize, like, not so much. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's, like, exactly how we say it. Uh Because you're being, like, a little bit sarcastic when you say it. But, yeah, okay. Anyway, let's move on to another example Uh, for part three. What if you're uh, talking about the media, right? Very common part three topic. This question I have seen on the test, guys. If you're talking about newspapers, the examiner might ask, what characteristics does a good news reporter need? You could say stuff like, well, grammar-wise, clarity-wise, writing skills-wise, they have to be very proficient, Um, but not so much appearance-wise because nobody sees the writer. They're not a news anchor. They're not on TV. So doesn't matter what they look like. They just they just need skills. <laughs> and I kind of have always hated how much like news reporters that are on TV, it's such a focus sometimes on their appearance. I'm like, yeah. oh, I have a bone to pick with that because <laughs> like it matters what they're saying so much more than what they look like. It's kind of frustrating how put together they have to be, right? I would love it if they were just like messy hair. <laughs> <laughs> Just like totally. wearing a tracksuit. <laughs> Looking like real people. Yeah. I think that's been um that I feel like that there's been a, a general drive for that to see people reflected in the media, right? Yes. Like talking about um like minorities, for example, right? Being able to see yourself in a story is such a huge thing um, that hasn't happened for a lot of people who aren't, you know, like white and rich or whatever. Like, yes, there needs to be representation for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, But yeah, I think just like honing in on the news anchor, the broadcast media for sure. You know, if you see what people used to look like who presented the news, they were like all sort of like old, ashy looking white guys, right? Like before all the makeup, before all the, Right. (laughs) right? Like not good looking, I wouldn't say. Um, But today, oh my gosh, they have to like have tans and perfect hair. Right, exactly. The emphasis is much more on appearance even than it was in the past. At least the representation is better as far as more um, ethnicities and races and and women being newscasters, but the uh, emphasis on them looking very put together is more than ever. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. Oh my gosh. Okay, so guys, today has been a great vocabulary episode, but I want you guys to listen to that last conversation Aubrey and I had just now at the end of this episode um, because so many great ideas and vocab in there for discussing media on a high level, representation on a high level. So yeah, really good ideas today. For sure. All right, Jessica, thanks for joining me today. You guys, if you haven't, be sure to take our free two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash score. We have free resources waiting for you guys at your language level. So if you haven't taken it, check it out today, right after this podcast. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Can't wait to see you guys in that quiz. And um, we will talk to you tomorrow. Yep. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.